Hey, Armin here. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. We cover training, nutrition, supplementation strategies, and a whole lot more. So stand by. Hey, and welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. And I am Frank Mills and Armin, and I have another great show for you today. We're going to be talking about if you get sick, what's the best approach to come back and be back to normal? You know, feel good, strong. And also, we're going to be talking about the advanced maintenance diet. So that'll be in the second part of the show. So we appreciate you joining us today. Uh, welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. And, uh, you know, Armin, you can probably speak very well about what this topic is about getting sick and the approach to coming back. Because if anybody's been watching the show the last couple of weeks, you're going to see Armin's been a little bit under the weather. And Armin and I, you know, we don't get sick, Armin. We just haven't been sick. And you happen to catch the bug. So, you know, I guess this is a good time of year to talk about this with all the stuff that's going on, right? Oh yeah, well, you know, it's it's that time of year. It's cold and flu season, and you know, I had a I had a good stretch going. I hadn't been sick for almost three years, but yeah, um, uh, broke my streak. So, <laughs> and I have no idea what it was. I don't know if it was COVID or not. I tried to get a COVID test, and by the time they would schedule that, it was another week after mm -hmm. I uh, tried to get it. So, and then when I I did go, but. They didn't have me on the schedule, so I couldn't get the test. It's like, all right, whatever. You know, I'm almost over it anyways. But it was uh, it was not a good time, but, I mean, you know, I'm feeling a lot better. I'm almost back to normal. But, you know, when you get sick, it, it's it's just no fun at all. So Yeah, I agree. I agree. Nobody likes getting sick. Um, and whether it's a cold or a flu or COVID or whatever that you get, you know, you want to rebound as fast as you can. You want to get back to normal. <laughs> Because uh, it interrupts everything, you know, you don't feel good, it's hard to go to work, hard to work out, hard to just enjoy life uh, if you're sick. So, yeah. Armin, you know, you just going through this, we thought it would be a great idea to help the audience if they are sick, if they get sick in the future, or if they've been sick and want to prepare, if they do get sick, to be ready to go and fight this. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um to talk about some of the key things that you've worked with that you did to help yourself get back on track. So what are some of the things that you found that work well? Okay. So like for me, prior to, you know, being in my, uh, you know, my fifties, um, I had a period of time between my mid twenties to uh, early forties mm -hmm. where I would get sick a lot as far as I was right. concerned. And when I started figuring out what to do, I don't get sick hardly anymore, which is awesome. But prior to that, it was, it was a huge problem. So, and I mean, it, I could go, I was getting sinus infections and then I, you know, which I thought was a cold. And then, you know, every, every year, once or twice a year, I'd get the normal bug that's floating around. Right. But I really didn't know what to do to counteract that. And, you know, every, even, even if you do all that, you can still, you know, still catch a bug. So right. uh, what I found that at, after experiencing this and going through this cycle all the time is first and foremost, 
I would not do any more training. I used to think, well, I'll just do some light weight training and just, you know, that way I don't miss a day <clears throat> and then, then see how I respond. Well, every time I did that, I got worse. So first and foremost, when you're sick, stop your training. You got to let your immune system boost up because it's mm -hmm. compromised already. And when you're training, you know, you're, you're breaking down muscle, especially weight training or resistance training. Now, cardio could be a little different, but even with that, you know, I would just let your body try to catch up with all the stuff it's dealing with. Right. Uh, and right. then, then you got to focus on getting the right treatment on what you're dealing with, whether it's a, a cold or a flu or something like that. So here's what I do for colds that I found works really well. If I think I have some symptoms of a cold, mm -hmm. what I found works really well is I start taking uh, zinc with some uh, vitamin C and I take it every three hours. Right Now the right. purpose of doing that is the zinc, if it's a cold virus, now this doesn't go for flu, but it's a cold virus, then the zinc will keep the virus from replicating as you keep it in your system. So that helps shorten the duration of the cold or actually prevents you from getting the full onset of the symptoms. And that works pretty good. So normally if I feel like I got a cold coming, I do that mm -hmm. and I don't have to go through all that and I don't even have to, to miss any training days. So Armin, there. Yeah. is there a certain amount of zinc that you should take on a daily basis that, uh, you know, to help maybe, uh, maybe maximize the immunity opportunity there? Well, I take zinc on a daily basis anyway, just for testosterone, because zinc is also uh -huh. important for testosterone. So I take typically 50 milligrams a day. Okay. Uh, now, if you're sick, though, again, the dosages on the zinc that are designed for the cold are pretty small. So you can take that as well uh, to, to help fight the, the virus. So, okay. But okay. in general form, though, when I take zinc at 50 milligrams a day, it's for my, that's helpful testosterone and other, uh, you know, metabolic processes but taking okay. the zinc for short durations of a higher amount will work well to help uh, help with the cold anyways so okay okay kind of answer that absolutely and okay. and I, I i think you're right on right on the money there with zinc um i know <clears throat> that i actually used to work in an office there's a lot of people and when somebody would get sick everybody was taking zinc and there's even one guy that would do the zinc nasal swabs. Yeah, uh, I've done those. Yeah, yeah. And, and these all all these things work. So I, I do think you're right on the money. Uh, uh, so what else do you have for us? All right. So then, when when it comes to the uh, doses of other other you know things to take, I like to make mm -hmm. sure I'm taking vitamin D three. Okay. That's critical for your hormones and your immune system. It really is important because you don't get enough sunlight. And if you, if you take the vitamin D3, your minimum dose, from all the research I've done, is 5,000 units a day. That should okay. be your minimum dose. But when you get sick, like when I got sick for this bug I had, I bumped it up to 10,000 units per day. And I could tell that was helping. And you could even go higher than that. But, you know, I felt like I was getting a benefit from going to 10,000 units a day of the vitamin D3. Okay. So you would do that until... And again, I'm not a doctor or anything, so if you, you would do your own homework <laughs> on this. I'm just telling you what works for me, so I'm okay. not prescribing anything or anything like that. That's my disclaimer. All okay. Right. But I was taking 10,000 units of that until things kind of cleared up. And then on vitamin C, 
you you can mega dose, but you got to be careful. You don't take too much of it. You take too much vitamin C. Like if I took three three grams or three thousand milligrams, right? I'll get di- I'll get diarrhea. So what I found works well is one to two thousand milligrams when I'm going through this process. So I'll I'll right. up it to that. But just making sure I don't get diarrhea along with it, because that's what it'll do if you get right. too much of it. And right. then, right. Um, and then with the zinc, we already kind of touched on that. Now, okay. on top of that, though, I really feel it's important to take probiotics. Now, if you're on an antibiotic, then you make this is making sense to take the probiotics because you're killing the bacteria, good and bad, with the antibiotic. But once you're done with the antibiotic, you definitely want to reload the whole gut system with probiotics. Okay, just mm-hmm. take it in the morning before your first meal and help rebuild that that gut flora and the good quality uh, biotics. And then on top of that, you got to drink a lot of fluids, which typically water is a really good one because uh, the fluids help flush everything out of your system. So the more you can flush things, the better. So back to the training, it's probably not a good idea then to come back too soon when you're trying to recover from a sickness, right? Well, I've tried it, and what happens mm-hmm. is I get I get sick, I get I get a relapse. So I go right uh, back to the same problem I was dealing with, and then you know when this happens, your training really starts to get affected because you can't do anything. You're constantly in the state of uh, recovery and stress. So uh, I really recommend to not train with resistance training. Now there are exceptions. Don't get me wrong. I'm just talking about my personal experience and the clients right, I work right. with is I recommend nothing, and then when you come back, we'll talk about that, but you have to let the immune system catch up because when you resistance train, you're breaking things down, and that's just going to add more stress to the body. So, Armin, when you do start to get healthy and you feel like you're ready to train, do you have a strategy on your first workouts when you're first coming back? I mean, any information you can offer there? Yeah, so for me... What I rec, what I do is I start back with cardio. Again, I'm not a big fan of cardio, but what what the thing is with cardio will help burn some glucose off from you know just not being able to do anything. It right. Helps get blood flow. It helps get the lymph nodes working and flowing. Helps get the mm-hmm. body again pushing things out of the system, and, and also give you some stress to the body, but a light level of stress. Right. So my first right. one or two workouts will be you know just regular cardio maybe 10 or 15 minutes on day one, then the next day, then I'll see how I'm feeling. I might do 15 or 20 minutes. And if all goes well there and I feel pretty good, then I'll consider um, getting back uh, with the weight training regimen. Hmm. Okay. All right. So do you train for a shorter amount of time? I mean, do you go by how you feel? I mean, that seems to make sense to me. I do because I want to make sure that I get good recovery. And I also like to do a higher reps for these first few workouts. So I'm going to go a little, I'm going to go lighter. I'm going to do the repetitions. Again, I'm looking for blood flow. I'm looking for just stimulating the body, but not overstimulate where I'm breaking down too much muscle so mm-hmm. it can keep up with everything. So this, the, whatever it's fighting, it can continue to just get rid of it. So I, I think that works well for me. Um, so I, I typically do 30 minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. or something along those lines uh, on his first few workouts. And then depending on how I'm feeling, then I might do a little bit more. It does make sense because even with doing some of the cardio, 
if you start not feeling good and you start feeling like, oh man, I shouldn't have done this, that's time to stop. So it's a good gauge to see how you feel. Um, what if you're feeling run down after training? Is it something you should just push through or should you go, okay, wait a minute, you know, I, I, I ought to scale this back a little bit. Do you have any thoughts with that? Oh, I've had that happen. Yeah. Okay. Not a problem. Uh, so again, what I'll do is like, okay, this isn't going to work. So I start back right. to square one. I, you know, again, I don't do anything. I make sure I keep with my protocol, um, you know, of, of my supplements. And, you know, if I need a prescription or something, I'll do that too. But I just don't right. like going to the doctor very often because they, they typically don't really prescribe a good solution, but that's what I'm doing. And it, it's been working well. So I would mm -hmm. start with that. But obviously, if things aren't improving, you know, after several days or you're getting really miserable, then I would definitely, you know, consider going to the doctor and see, okay, do you need something a little stronger? So, okay. So I'm going to assume this, the time you were sick, you had to, had to kind of delay your training, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So did you get a lot of, uh, you know, soreness when you came back? Uh, you know, did you have any issues there? Yes, I did. And I, <laughs> I'm going through it right now. And that's actually pretty common because okay. when you start back with something that you haven't done in a, in a period of time, you don't have that threshold of knowing, okay, this is about as far as I want to take it because your body's okay. just trying to deal with it. It's like the, you go out and you do your first workout, even though you, you want to keep it short, you still feel good. So you're like, well, I can do right, more because right. you got, you got that energy and it's all fresh. Well, then the next day you're like, uh Oh yeah, I've really overdone it. So now I'm sore. So yeah, uh, I'm always playing with that. Uh, cause you're always fighting yourself when you're training. Did I do enough? You know, should I do it a little bit more? And it's like right now, yeah, I've been pretty sore the last, uh, four or five days, I bet. eight days. Um, just because my body is so much more sensitive and you always also want to start back with lighter weight. Don't go mm -hmm. starting back with the same heavy stuff because you're going to end up getting uh, joint pain uh, or strain in your ligaments or tendonitis. If you start back with the same weight you left off, you got to, that's why I like to do the higher reps, let the joints kind of <clears throat> get used to the, the change in resistance and right. adapt. All right. So what else can you offer the audience of, of things that they could do so they don't have a setback or maybe minimize the opportunity for them to have a setback? Well, first and foremost, you got to get sleep. You know, we talk about this all the time, but the more sleep you get, the more, the better you're going to feel. And it's just right. how it rolls. Right. You know, the same thing happened with my wife and she got a lot more sleep. She recovered pretty quickly. That's what I try to do. You know, keep let the body do its repair process. Obviously your nutrition is going to help. So eating, Good nutritious food, which is real food, to help with the body's recovery, along with your supplements that you're taking, that helps. And you really got to keep your stress down because stress, it affects you in so many different ways. Right. Uh, so right. just try to relax, watching movies or just doing things that helps you relax. So again, you'll get more sleep and not be stressed. And this all is part of reading your body. You know, if your body's right. feeling better, then you know you're making progress, continue doing what you're doing. But if it's not responding, then that's when you need to, you know, maybe take the next step and go to the doctor and see, you know, see what's really going, see if there's something else you need to be doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just to kind of lay it out, you know, for everybody, what are the steps you recommend to, uh, 
Well, to be prepared, let's just say that. So, you know, first and foremost, you need to realize that your immune system is compromised. So you need Mm -hmm. to let it catch up with the stress it's dealing with, with the bug that that it has. Um, So you need to let it catch back up. Take, start your your protocol supplements like vitamin D3 and vitamin C and zinc and then the probiotics, you know, to help with that process. Uh, start back with some cardio. I recommend that just to get blood flow let just, and check mm-hmm. your system, see how it responds. If it responds pretty good, that just means, okay, you're, you're getting close back to normal. Uh, again, make sure you get plenty of sleep, uh, quality food, and minimize the stress. Just want to, you know, those are key things too to really make things pop quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then read your body because if things aren't feeling, feeling right, then you need to make adjustments. Uh, which could be taking more sleep or, you know, maybe you need to go to the doctor and they need some, they need, need to issue you something stronger. Hopefully mm-hmm. not, but you know, right. that, that works. Now, one thing I do want to say is I, I don't like taking antihistamines, which is a common thing that you find in different medications over the counter or even in prescription drugs, because that really taxes my, uh, my cardiovascular system and my, and my recovery when I go back to training. So I okay. try to avoid antihistamines myself uh, as much as possible just because it, it makes me shaky and other things too so just right. fyi right. there no i and i think you're right on track uh sleep you know to me i, I know i've heard a lot of people say uh sleep's a, a waste of time i feel like i'm missing out on things you know if i get a good five or six hours i'm good and what they don't right. realize is is they're hurting how great of a day they can have the next day by getting the proper amount that they need so their body can recover properly. Yeah, well, I've tried that too. I've tried to you know, <laughs> no sleep and uh, it, it doesn't work well. I mean, matter of fact, if I don't get enough sleep, I probably don't even train the next day because it affects your strength so much when you don't yep. get a proper amount of sleep. So you're right on the money. Well, I'm in a lot of great information about, uh, well, trying not to get sick and trying to be prepared if you do. So uh, we definitely appreciate that. Everyone, uh, stand by for a quick word for from NSP Nutrition. Uh, and Armin and I will be right back. NSP Nutrition was founded by Vince Gironda during bodybuilding's golden era. Vince wanted to supply his members with unique and nationally sourced supplements that would help accelerate their progress. NSP Nutrition stocks some of the same products it did when it first began in 1972. And you can discover our entire range of supplements and products at nspnutrition.com. Just use the code NSPSHOW at the checkout and save 10% on your first order. Hey, and welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. And I'm Frank Mills. And before we get started with the advanced maintenance diet, uh, Armin, I wanted to let you guys know about the NSP Nutrition Affiliate Program. Mm-hmm. Now, Armin, uh, anybody can become an affiliate, right? Absolutely. They sure can. So so tell us a little bit about how this affiliate program works and why somebody who's out there should do it. Well, if you like the products and you'd like to, you know, again, support NSP with it and promote it to other people, then you can obviously make some money in return by setting up an affiliate account and just sending to that account and they'll get a you know specific discount that's set up for that particular product and then you'll just make a commission now obviously 
the more friends you have, the more people you uh, and introduce your products to and they like it, the more volume you do, the higher your commission goes. So there's different levels, but at the same time, you get a little bit of money back, which can actually help you pay for your own supplements, but also share it with other people. It's a great program. So if you have uh, maybe your own gym, if you're a, a personal trainer, maybe you just have a lot of friends, uh, <laughs> you know, exactly, why yeah. wouldn't you give it a shot and, and earn exactly. some extra cash? So how do they sign up, Armin? What's the easiest way to do this? Well, the easiest thing to do is just go to the NSP Nutrition website and at the bottom there, you'll see an affiliate link. Just click that and just fill in the information. And then if you get, once you get approved, they'll send you a notification. Now, here's one other thing. They do provide you a lot of marketing materials to help with the promotion. So you have emails they provide to you that you can just copy and paste and use to send out to people on your list, uh, different um, graphics that you can use if you want. So there's a good amount of support that comes with the affiliate program so that you know, you're just not trying to figure it out on your own. That's terrific. Well, I encourage everybody to do it and check out at NSP nutrition.com at the bottom of the page just click the affiliate link and at least take a look who knows maybe you can earn some extra cash and mm -hmm. why wouldn't you be able to help somebody with some terrific supplementation um so all right. all right so let's get into our next segment the advanced maintenance diet um you know i'm assuming this is a diet either you came up with you found is this a diet that's already been out there, Armin. I know nothing about it, so that's why I'm asking. Yeah, this is Vince's uh, advanced maintenance diet that he, uh, okay. he put together, and it's designed for you know long-term gradual weight gain. Oh, uh, and, okay. And he felt like it was more more balanced. The other diets are designed for other purposes. I mean, they're okay. designed for short-term boost to really force some maximum gains because it's more extreme. But this mm -hmm. one here is just to maintain the, you have a good balance of protein, carbohydrates, and, and fats. He felt like, okay, if you're on this one most of the time, then when you make the switch to do something more extreme, it, you, you'll be fine. And he just felt like it, it was beneficial. But it, it, it's not a easy diet either. So we'll just mm -hmm. kind of give you a tip on that. Okay, so is this a kind of a breakdown? I mean, do you have a, a breakdown of of like maybe breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or is this like, you know, five meals a day? Is it three meals a day? Do you have, uh, yeah, as far as an yeah. example for us? Yeah, uh, Vince, you know, he, he really liked to have three main meals as a target, and then he would just supplement with uh, supplements and then also protein drink and things oh, like okay. that. So for breakfast, you know, typically he would have, uh, you could have coffee or tea. Uh, he'd have four to six whole eggs. And you could add cheese, mushrooms, bacon, et cetera, to, you know, to flavor it up. He just didn't want you to put any salt to it. And then you'd have a couple slices of whole wheat bread or toast with just regular butter, you know, grass-fed butter. Mm -hmm. uh, and then one glass of raw milk, if, if you could have that, or otherwise, uh, I'd use organic milk in this particular okay. diet. Then you'd follow it up with some supplements, and we'll, we'll get more into detail. But that would be breakfast, so quick and easy. That sounds like a good breakfast to me. Oh, um, oh yeah. It's yeah. Like a lot of food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's like, like, uh, well, I, I'm in the South, so it's like a big Southern breakfast to me, you know? Uh, yeah. So that's good. All right. So what's, what's an example uh, for lunch? So lunch, you know, he liked to do a, a glass of iced tea or even lemonade 
because uh, you know Vince was kind of flexible with that. He didn't see a problem with it because you know he's not worried about carbohydrates because you're probably pretty lean and you're right. training, so you want to make sure you have plenty of energy. Uh, he do uh, one pound. He recommend one pound of broiled meat of some type, you know, whichever you, you like, and then some steamed green vegetables would be like one scenario for lunch. Or he'd like do an eight ounce can of tuna, uh, which you know if you do tuna, you would do the foil pouch, so you don't get the BSP um, or BPS, what, whatever it is. It comes with that comes in a can. That's, right, right. It's not it's not a good good thing to have. So I do the foil pouch, add that with fresh fruit. Or you do a raw vegetable salad with uh, strips of chicken, you know, or turkey, then some eggs, natural cheese, and then you use uh, oil and vinegar uh, dressing, again, with uh, no sugar or salt, just kind of keeping it simple. Then mm-hmm. he'd have you follow all that up with one to two glasses of milk. Again, he wants you to get that casein protein from the milk to have the slow-burning uh, amino acids as they break down. So that was the purpose of that. And then you have another round of supplements. Wow! For, for lunch, oh yeah, his supplementation program was—it's uh, pretty intense. We'll, wow, we'll get into wow. that though. So. Hmm. Okay, so we had breakfast, we have lunch. We're probably still pretty full, but what about dinner? <laughs> so with dinner, you know, he'd like again—it was a pound of meat. Wow! Know, whether it be you know broiled steak yeah. or something like that, it's pretty lean, and then some you know mixed green salad, or you know like a pound of baked chops, you know, some steamed spinach or, or do some broccoli and cauliflower and then, uh, you know, add the carrot strips and some celery salad, something like that. Um, and then when, with the salad, he, he liked to have you sprinkle some sesame seeds on them and then use a, a plain yogurt dressing uh, was one of the things he, he, he preferred. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on top of that, after you got, you know, it was one or the other, either the baked chops or the steak. Then he would go with the, uh, he'd throw in a little bit of jello uh, with fruit in it and then some cream. So that, that was, sounded pretty good to me. You know, but mm-hmm. at the time, that was probably pretty common. And then again, another round of supplements. So as you can tell, it's like no processed food, but it's a lot of food. <laughs> right, right. That seems, that, that seems like a lot of food. Um, anything else right. added to that? So, yeah, so on top of that, oh, okay, okay, at 10 a.m., you know, because normally you have your breakfast earlier than that, you okay, can, at like 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 4 p.m., he would have you, uh, you know, he take his special protein drink, which we covered on another show. So, that special protein drink, you know, that's guys, 12, 12 whole eggs with heavy cream, yeah. et cetera. So, <laughs> that was in between. So, oh my god. Holy mackerel. So it was, you know, I mean, you're going to be eating a lot. Uh, but you'd have that. And then before going to bed, he'd, he'd also have you have, you know, like some uh, hard-boiled eggs or some cottage cheese or a piece of meat, some additional protein. So this is a Mac Daddy protein, carbohydrate, and fats meal. So you well, definitely wow. put on some size. I don't know how much size, you know, some, some of that size is going to be some body fat. But he wanted to make sure that, you know, again, you can scale these things as needed, but that's, mm-hmm. those are some of the suggestions he had for the advanced maintenance diet. So that's that's a lot of food. Uh, but you did bring up something that I was very interested in was the supplementation because you said it was a lot. So we already have a lot of nutrition with all this food, but I'm curious, what was in his supplement protocol? 
It, it's uh, it was intense. Uh, and this is just oh, one boy. of them. He, he has all kinds of them. But with the okay. maintenance diet, he'd have you take a, a multivitamin. Then he, on top of that, he'd have you take a B complex. Now there's not a lot of dosages on these. Uh, there are some, but you know that's what he had listed. Mm-hmm. He'd have you take a C complex, uh, which 300 milligrams. So again, you're taking this three times a day. So you're going to get 900 milligrams of, of vitamin C. Uh, chelated mineral tablet. So if you're not familiar with how chelated minerals work, they help support normal growth. Okay. Uh, build, they help with building muscle and, and the bones and improve the, you know, your system, your immune system function. And so it's good for your overall health. So he just thought that was an added bonus to make sure things are, are going to stay strong and healthy. Then he'd have you take a hydrochloric acid tablet to help with uh, digestion. Um, you take that before the meal, then you'd have three digestive enzymes after the meal to help with wow. digestion. Yeah. Lysine, he'd have you take 1200 milligrams of that. That's lysine has been known to help promote wound healing. So he wanted, he felt that that would help with the rebuilding and healing of breaking down the muscle tissue. And then two bile salt tablets. So if you're not familiar with that, which people probably aren't uh, that helps to prevent the formation of gallstones because it helps break down fats before they crystallize. Um, so which can happen with gallstone gallstones and the, the bile salts are also really pretty critical to help you break down your fat soluble vitamins. So mm-hmm. that's going to be like uh, vitamin A, E and D and K. Because one thing about vitamin D that I forgot to mention earlier is you need to take that with fat to absorb it better. If you don't take fat with your vitamin D3, it's not going to absorb well. So I forgot to mention that earlier. But that's what he uh, he wanted to use the bile salts for. And it also helps with the, you know magnesium and iron and calcium absorption. Then on top of oh, that. Oh, boy. There's more. <laughs> have, oh, yeah. Ten kelp tablets. You know, because kelp is where you get the iodine at, and it has a lot of uh, antioxidants and flavonoids and things like that. So that helps, you know, helps with the immune system too. Um, and then, uh, you know, with the antioxidants, you get like magnesium and zinc and uh, things like that. But one of the problems is that I was reading up on with kelp tablets is if you take those, and this is back in his time, okay, but over time, what they're finding is that um, they end up when they make the tablets because of the sea kelp absorbs a lot of heavy metals that are in the ocean, mm-hmm. you can actually get, you can get these heavy metals built up in your system, which can be toxic over time. So I would be cautious about using kelp tablets based on that, but that's why NSP has the, the iodine tabs because that's going to help you with your thyroid. Just like any way to get the, the kelp has iodine in it. That was another reason oh. for it. Okay. okay. Last and at last, the end of this, okay, is <laughs> three each of pituitary and adrenal glandular tablets uh, throughout the day. So three each. So you probably do one at, you know, lunch or breakfast, one at lunch, one at dinner. But these are the glandulars being your system to help the adrenal glands work at an optimal level along with the pituitary. So for growth hormone release would be my, my guess on that. <laughs> uh- it sounds like one huge lab experiment. I mean, th- this is some diet. Um, I am kind of curious, though. You know, I take the NSP Nutrition beef liver. I do it every day. Um, 
I do it as a supplementation. And on my fasting day, I use it, you know, to help supplement my diet and fast. Uh, so I really enjoy it. But I know that Vince was a big fan of beef liver, like I am. And I know like you are. Mm, yeah. um, he also liked amino acids as well. So where does all that stuff kind of fit into this diet? Yeah, there you go. So on top of all that. Oh, boy. Okay, Vince, Vince recommended six each of the beef liver. Those days were tablets and then uh, amino acid tablets, six mm -hmm. of each. Uh, every three hours so you got that wow. going on you got to remember that and then uh, four raw orchic tissue tablets before and after your workouts and then before you go to bed they want to have six each of arginine ornithine tryptophan and phosphorus free calcium tablets now the phosphorus free calcium tablets will help to uh with the phosphorus that you get from eating so much protein eating so much of meat meat has high mm -hmm. amounts of phosphorus so these these calcium tablets are help to uh, lighten that up because if you get too much phosphorus you, you get the shakes you get jittery uh, some of the side effects and so that was one mm -hmm. of the ways he would uh, he would eliminate that so yeah that's a that's a hell of a schedule <laughs> yeah that's pretty interesting that's a lot of nutrition a lot of supplements uh boy you'd have to ha have an alarm set to take all these things on the time that you have you know just wow that's a lot um, I am kind of curious, Armin, all those supplements, are they all still available as of today? Uh, I would say, uh, you know, a lot of them are, it's just that some of them are hard to find. So, um, I, you know, I mean the orchic and the adrenal, those can be hard to find. Um, but the others, you could probably find them. It's just a matter of uh, high, how, how high quality they are. So mm -hmm. that's nothing to keep in mind, but, uh, I would say most of them probably aren't, uh, but I, I can't tell you for sure because I haven't really right, gone through right. trying to find all these different things for myself. Just because of my regimen, I'm comfortable with what's working for me. So that's just that's right. why I haven't done that. Well, <laughs> it sounds like a full-time job to eat, let alone to train. So what are your thoughts on this type of nutrition strategy? I mean... <clears throat> Well, for me, I'm probably not going to follow this. You know, I'm older. Uh, I think mm -hmm. this is a good nutrition strategy. If you're younger, you have a high metabolism, you're training, you got a lot of, you know, you burn a lot of energy day to day. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you're overweight, you don't want that program, period. Right. You don't want the advanced maintenance diet. So you got to right. be in good right. health uh, and you got to be lean. Now, I prefer the carb cycling program uh, because I can burn fat the way I want to and then have carbs right. uh, that I like to have. Um, so I use it. Uh, that's one of the things that I, I feel strongly about. And I could do it all year long. And then when I get ready for a contest or, or something like that, then I would just adjust the, uh, the carb intake to mm -hmm. be more stricter to get even leaner at that point. But this, the carb cycling program that I do, allows me to stay lean uh, and also, you know, work on putting more muscle on, but at 58, that's getting pretty tough. So, you know, mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's how I look at it, but th that's based on, you know, me being older, and staying leaner and uh, I need more fats in my diet for my hormones and things like that. So that's the reason I like that. Well, a lot of information, any final thoughts or information you have for us to wrap up the segment? Okay. So the advanced maintenance diet, you know, that's in the wild physique. So if you want oh. to look that, if you want to 
get the wild physique book, you can find it in there and it'll detail what I just kind of covered. So that's where it kind of mm -hmm. came from. Um, but as you can tell, there's a lot of approaches to nutrition. So like anything else, everybody has uniqueness about it. So you may want to experiment with these different nutritional options. Uh, Vince has a lot of, especially in the wild physique, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, this is one way to go, but if you want to get leaner, uh, that diet will not work. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, but if you wanted to have good energy and help to put on more size, uh, then that's, that's going to help. You just want to be careful that it's not excess body fat because uh, then you have to take that off. So you have to kind of play with those uh, strategies. But again, with different diets, you got to play with them, see how you respond mm -hmm. to them. But the basics are to build muscle, you need protein or fat. You just use carbohydrates to help replenish the muscles and liver as they get depleted and also to get some insulin to help push the nutrients into the cells. So. Awesome information. Now, the Wild Physique is available on nspnutrition.com, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Along with a lot of other great information that was uh, either uh, offered or either written or created by Vince. So uh, a, yeah, a lot of great a lot info. Of stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Armin, thanks a lot for all the great information, man. Another great show. Thank you so much. Uh, no problem. Uh, hopefully everybody got some takeaways and uh, look forward to doing it again next week as well. And hey, give us some ideas, guys and gals. If you got some things you're interested in, uh, we can keep put, adding in other topics. So, A Absolutely. And the way to contact us is either enter in a comment on YouTube. Ar Armin <laughs> is actively going on there and looking at that for any comments or questions. Yeah. Other way is <laughs> to contact NSP Nutrition directly nspnutrition.com or you can email them at support mm -hmm. at nspnutrition.com so yeah. that's the best way and we look forward to seeing your comments or questions and uh you know that that's how we come up with a lot of topics of the show and we do appreciate the feedback right armin absolutely yep. absolutely all right well we appreciate your support thanks for joining armin and i for this episode of the NSP Nutrition Show. We look forward to doing another one next week, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. Hey, thanks for checking out the NSP Show. Go to nspnutrition.com where you can find a whole heap of resources to help you achieve stunning definition and eye-popping levels of muscularity. Don't forget you can save 10% on your first order by using the code NSP Show at the checkout. Catch you next time.